0: Hello and welcome to WTF. I'm Mark Marin. April Fools. Oh. Yeah, Shannon, you looked so confused. I
1: was about to yell at you for that one, but I get it now.
0: <laughs> You're welcome. I get it. Just kidding. Welcome to Reply All. I'm PJ Vote.
1: <laughs> don't we all wish? And yeah, I'm I mean, Alex really Goldman. Do.
0: Hi, Alex. How are you today? Let's talk about the internet.
1: Right? Okay. Actually, okay.
0: Who are we really? I don't even know anymore.
1: I don't either. Okay, no. So we are Scream 101. Yeah, should had That's to think right. about it. I did. I got really confused for a minute. Uh, hello, and welcome back to Scream 101. My name is Shannon Chalakian.
0: And I'm Brennan Klein, and happy April Fool's Day, everyone.
1: If you couldn't tell by our elaborate, awful intro that just <laughs> happened.
0: Anyway, let's, do, let's try to reassert our personality of Scream 101 and start with our 10-word reviews.
1: Sounds good. Okay, so um, my 10-word review is for 28 weeks later. Which is, why doesn't anyone ever listen to Rose Byrne? She's great.
0: True. My review for 28 Weeks Later, which we watched together, is Brutal Unrelenting Action Horror, Everything a Sequel Should Be. And I have two more reviews. Next one is Hush, Review Redacted, because Netflix pushed the date back a week. And Pinocchio, scarier than most of the films we watch here.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. Pinocchio is terrifying. Whew. Anyway, so... Um, you're going to have a great time on this episode with us today because we are throwing a killer party.
0: Oh no. Oh, you did it. You I did. You went and did it.
1: I did. I had to. Um, we are. I don't think that's true. We are reviewing killer party today and I got to tell you, I have, I've had more fun watching that movie than I have at pretty much any college party I've been to.
0: That's awesome. I'm so happy you liked it. I was so nervous because it's such a weird movie, but let's first, let's go into the plot.
1: That's right. Plot first.
0: Okay, and before we get into everything, I just want to say, if you've never seen Killer Party, I urge you to just shut this off right now and go watch it totally unscathed by our comments and just sit yourselves down and experience it because the best way to watch Killer Party is to have no idea what it's about and just let it wash over you in this inexplicable tidal wave. So go do that come back listen to us because we have some awesome stuff to say but here's the plot and as always our discussion will have spoilers it's april fool's day and the sisters of sigma alpha pi have found the perfect place to throw a party the abandoned fraternity house where a guillotined pledge lost his head in a hazing gone slightly awry (laughs) but shortly after the revelry begins the student body count shortly. Okay, come on. The student body count starts to rise as the vengeful pledge returns from the grave and makes it a party to die for.
1: Okay, so yeah, I gotta tell you, if you thought that plot was crazy, because it was, it was, it was like I wrote it. It was like full of uh, <laughs> some some great wordplay. Um, the movie is like fifteen times crazier. And when he says crazy, I automatically thought we were going to watch, like, Troll 2, which is, like, unbearably awful and, you know, just super lame. Um, Sorry, all those Troll 2 lovers. But this (laughs) movie was so good and so fun and would watch every day of my life. That's awesome. Um, So, yeah, but for our discussion... Just a reminder, we rate scariness 1 to 5 screams, campiness 1 to 5 perms, gore 1 to 5 severed limbs, and quality 1 to 5 unlucky stars. So, Brandon, why don't you take it away? Start with scariness.
0: Okay. Uh, For scariness, I'm going to just go out on a really, really high up thin limb here uh, that's in danger of cracking and say 2 out of 5 screams. Like any and all slasher films, it's not scary. It just isn't. But, and here's the kicker. (laughs) This movie, inexplicable as it is, has an ending that is so... Okay, this is where the spoilers get here. Just please, please leave if you're not ready for this. The killer turns out to be the ghost of the dead frat pledge, but taking over the soul of one of the girls that we're following that are pledging the sorority. And basically, it turns into The Exorcist in the final ten minutes where she's like sticking her tongue out and roaring and crawling up on the ceiling and it's insane. It is. And those effects look really good. Like it's really kind of shameful because this movie's so like crappy and low-fi, but their like upside-down effects w- are reasonably easy to achieve, which is why they look so good, but they still look great. That's undeniable and they're kind of creepy.
1: Yeah, I'm amazed. So this entire movie is so silly. Like the entire way through it's so silly. I'm really amazed that they were able, to, able able to pull off this like really good turn where they turned it scary but still kept kind of the silliness going. Um so it didn't seem unnatural. Like it still felt like it was part of the story, you know?
0: Yeah, and what's your rating?
1: Uh my rating is also 2, two out of 5. Uh so yeah, I completely agree with you on the on the entire scope. So, yeah, but You know, the real ratings that we care about for this movie is the campiness. Oh,
0: get ready. Hold on to your perms.
1: Oh, man. Um, So I'm going to give it a four out of five perms. Fair. Which is fair. It's a very, very high score still um, because this entire movie is like 80s explosion. It's like if someone decided to make a movie in the 2015-2016s and then decided to make it about stereotypical 80s. You know, so they just, like, over-dramatize all the 80s quirks. No, this naturally had all of the 80s quirks already happening.
0: Yeah, it's beautiful. It, it came out in 1986, which was, like, the creme de la creme year for this kind of yes. stuff. Also, three April Fool's Day slashes came out that year. Um, Killer wow. Party, April Fool's Day, and Slaughter High all came out in 86, which is insane. I don't know how that works. It's serendipity. But, yeah, 86 is like the crux of the decade like they were nowhere near the 90s the 70s were dead and gone it's pure 80s garbage um i think in my original review for killer party i said it wasn't so much a narrative as just a collection of detritus dislodged from the back teeth of the 80s like it's just like 80s backwash all over
1: literally and um You know, we rate this on perms, and there were quite a few, quite a few. Oh, dear. Shannon,
0: you were so into, like, all of the outfits, because that stuff's kind of coming back now. It was
1: great, yeah. It was very, like, it felt like back to the future, you know? Um, So, yeah, they had, like, the weird Reeboks on, and then they had, um, uh, like, one of the girls, Phoebe is her name. She's the tall one. Um, She was wearing this large overcoat, right as one does uh really high capri pants a thin um uh, tie over a button-up shirt and they were all like riding bicycles and it was it was just yeah, great
0: she looked like she was ready to go to a job interview in the matrix
1: yeah it was something else you know and they're just like showing up on campus you know having fun
0: having the best times of <laughs> our lives
1: <laughs> the best times so yeah so so the costumes, obviously. You've also got the Greek campiness, right? The over-exaggeration of a Greek culture, which happens in all Greek, Greek horror films. Like
0: my big fat Greek wedding.
1: <laughs> Not the same. You know <laughs> what I mean. Um, so we had all that, obviously. Um, we had a lot of uh, sexism that comes along with fraternity sorority, interactions, and a lot of just, like, really ugly dudes hitting on hot chicks and just... It was kind
0: of it kinda of works.
1: Yeah, it was just um the supreme of the perm. What okay. did you rate it?
0: Hold on to your horses. I gave it five out of five perms. Wow. Because I think this movie is the
1: Permiest?
0: Yeah, it's it's perfect.
1: Oh. Mm. Uh
0: basically Let me run you through the first eleven minutes of this film.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot to talk about that.
0: We start off. With this whole weird scene where like it's a funeral but the daughter in law is clearly like doesn't care about the, the mo like the mom who died and then after everyone leaves she goes back and she's like, I hope you rot in hell and it's we're we're already in campy zone. Yeah. And then the And corp- the priest
1: is really gay gay sounding.
0: Yeah, we will we'll get into that. Okay. <laughs> but um so she gets dragged by the corpse into the coffin, which then gets cremated. And then it turns out that that is a movie. And there's a girl watching this movie in a drive-in with her boyfriend. And it's like, you know, it's the whole thing. But first of all, if we're talking about 80s, this girl is... its Like, if the 80s had a baby with, like, Madonna. <laughs> yeah. Like, her hair is crimped and dyed pink like she dipped it in an Easter egg solution yeah, um, crimp tastic. She may or may not have rollerblades on, <laughs> but she's got like leg warmers and these this pink mod mini dress. Looks it's like xenon. Yeah, it's insane. She's she's like one of the holograms from from Gem and the Holograms, but then so she goes into the concession stand to get some popcorn. The concession stand is empty. She returns to her car. Her boyfriend's a zombie. Zombies start attacking, and you're like, "What movie am I watching? I thought this was a slasher movie." <laughs> Answer, it is. Because a metal band starts performing in the concession stand, um, you heard a, a snippet of their music earlier. Uh, uh, their their beautiful composition, April (parentheses), you're no fool. Get it?
1: April Fools.
0: And so we get to watch this music video play out for like a good three, four minutes. So we're already eleven minutes deep in this movie, and then the camera pulls back again. And the actual human character from this movie is watching this on TV. And she turns it off and it never gets mentioned again. And so you know what this is? Inception. This is filler. Filler. Uh,
1: that's so good. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm proud of you for that one.
0: I appreciate it. Um, anyway, so that is insane. And it's like someone lobbed an H-bomb of 80s cheese in- directly into your brainstem. stem. <laughs> Um, there's a weird amount of pratfalls falls in this movie, like especially in the frat prank in the beginning. I guess they're frat falls. Mm-hmm. Um, the frat prank, which is possibly the worst prank I've ever seen that hasn't killed someone, like in House on Sorority Row. Um, they like lock the doors, and then while the girls in the hot tub, they just let loose a jar of bees. Which, like, if anyone ever did that to me, you would be dead like before you like as you're throwing the jar like a harpoon would stick out of your neck and you'd be gone (laughs) because i hate bees so much and that is just not nice and so and then they record the ladies running out of the hot tub because they're like naked or whatever because that's what happens in the 80s um anyway that was just so upsetting um but what was I saying? Oh, falls. Like, the frat people are recording it, and they're, like, tripping over each other, and you can practically hear the, like, boing whoop sound effects. <laughs> and one guy falls off the top of a van, and it just, like, everyone's fine. Like, it's so clownish.
1: I know. I was expecting him to, like, because when he fell off, he fell off, but he fell behind a, a wall, so you couldn't really see him hit the ground, you know? But I'm expecting him to, like, fall hit the spying. ground and then yes, yeah, spring back up like, like it's a some trampoline. Sort of trampoline. Yeah. Oh, and there's
0: another great scene um, where the professor Zito, who is now the um, person in charge of the frat club, which we see for one scene, they're playing that video back of all the, uh, the going on. he's trying to turn off the projector cause he was trying to show a video about the dangers of hazing, oh, but he's, he's like, his hands are in front of the video trying to prevent people from seeing it. But his shadow just looks like he's reaching for the girl's boobs. like, this is genuinely trying to be funny and I don't know whether or not it's working but I love it. That was a hilarious scene. Okay, too. That, that was scene, so yeah, that well scene done. was great.
1: It was so well done. Th- so original like Yeah, uh, that
0: scene was perfect and I don't know. College movies like this really just get to you. have a place in my heart. Yeah. I love college movies and especially like Greek sorority movies. Yeah. Like one of my favorite comedy movies ever is Neighbors which shouldn't be true but I love that movie <laughs> so much.
1: Yeah, I think I think what adds to it too is that our college experience was nothing, nothing like, like that. that. Yeah. Nothing. It's
0: so over the top and yeah. it's like what is happening here? Yeah.
1: We were like, okay, like it's 11:30 p.m., time to go to bed. Like uh uh-huh. You know. Anyway, so, anyway.
0: Yeah, so we got the 80s outfits. There's a tiger print fridge that nobody seems to mind. Right. Also, this is in a house that has supposedly been like defunct since the 60s, which I'm pretty sure they didn't have tiger print fridges back then. That's true okay two more things before we move on this is gonna be the biggest part of our episode because it's literally all the movies um so the the lead the lead evil girl Veronica she talks like her lines were an e. e Cummings poem like the way that she groups her words together make no sense whatsoever like okay what's like a classic movie line give me a classic movie line
1: uh the only one that came in my head is from heathers and it's inappropriate okay um hold on let me think uh you know
0: heathers uh you know um afi's top 100 list goes like citizen kane heathers Sank <laughs> redemption rashomon
1: right of course of course um
0: uh i mean not get nothing against heathers because i love heathers
1: right heathers is great i don't know um uh just raise your hand if you've ever been um personally victimized by regina george
0: Okay, fine. Shannon only wants to talk about high school movies, but that's yep. fine. So if she got that line, she would perform it like Raise your hand if you have ever been victimized by Regina, George? like it's like someone chopped up all of her lines and just pasted them like haphazardly across like a poster board
1: yeah like a ransom note
0: yeah it doesn't make any sense the way she says them and the way she puts inflections and like questions or angry like they're so all over the map she just threw a dartboard and she's like oh i guess i'm confused during this line i don't know um yeah that was insane And one more thing. There's a prank that Vivia, the girl that Shannon really loves, she's got blonde perm hair pulled back and she can like fix a bike or she didn't fix it, but she like is good with machines Mm -hmm. and she's got like all the 80s accoutrements vomited all over her body. And Um, she's
1: delightfully awkward.
0: Yeah. She pulls a prank with a guillotine. And then later, um, random mom who they like eat breakfast with sometimes, even though they don't live at home i don't know where she comes from oh yeah yeah they all live in the dorms and or the sorority house and then they go to like a mom's kitchen just to kind of like be there Hmm. um but okay so the mom asks like so how did you get that guillotine because apparently they just described everything in detail to the mom right and shannon what does she say she says box tops Remember box tops, everyone?
1: (laughs) And how you buy things, like a guillotine from them?
0: Yeah, at the the, uh, Scholastic Book Fair, I don't remember miniature guillotines being available.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. That was so great.
0: Okay. Anyway, I think that uh, topic is over and done with. So let's move on into gore. Which should be fast, Shannon. What's your gore score?
1: One out of five. I mean, it was there was like nothing. Um, The end ten minutes were kind of fun, and they had like some some cool effects, but it wasn't like gory, and like the kills weren't like gory. So, eh, whatever.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, one out of five severed limbs. The the kills are not the strong point of the movie. Like,
1: it's it's not why you watch.
0: If the if the kills were crazy gory, this would actually be a perfect movie. Oh man, yeah. Like as it stands, like most of the kills are off-screen, they're negligible. They're totally whatever. And that's the end of that. Let's move on to our quality discussion. Um I think I'm going to start on this one. Okay. Because I really love Killer Party, but I'm going to give it a 3 out of 5, Unlucky Stars. Cuz I think that's fair. Um I love this movie way more than it deserves. So like th- my love has pushed it that far from like a 1 out of 5. <laughs> what I really love about this movie? is that it is a slasher movie, but only two people die in the first hour or mm-hmm. so. Um, and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh shoot, we had like 20 teenagers and we haven't killed them yet. So well, the let's last, kill them all! Yeah, the last 20 minutes is a killer in a deep sea diver outfit waddles into scene after scene after scene in this rapid fire cut of scenes and just kills people immediately. Then it cuts to the next scene. Someone's doing something, gets killed. Next scene, someone puts something away in a fridge, their hand gets cut off. Like, just constantly. It's just this array of slasher scenes that normally would be paced out throughout the film. But here they're like, oh, we forgot. So they procrastinated. So they were like, Cut out the plot. Just kill him. Just kill everyone. <laughs> <Like> throw <laughs> him the on the fire.
1: Yeah. And that's that's actually one of the things that I really like about this movie is that usually you only get to know, like, a couple characters, and then those characters die, you know? Uh-huh. Like, um, any sort of Cabin in the Woods movie, there's, like, four or five characters, and then they die, and you're like, oh. And the
0: first character who dies is never a character because right. you don't get to know them.
1: Exactly. Um, but in this movie, you pretty much see at least 20 characters that you can kind of identify.
0: Yeah, it's totally just a zany college comedy, and then at the end they're like, oh, isn't Killer in the title of this? Let's
1: just kill him. No, and then they do. They actually kill every single just, person. Just like It's just like everyone. a machine gun
0: firing. and It's, it's like Scarface up in And there. it's
1: awesome. It is so good, um, which is why I wholeheartedly disagree with you okay. on your quality score. No,
0: I totally... I just... I, I want to like temper my love right. to not raise people's expectations right. about of course, Killer Party, of because I feel like it speaks to me directly and not necessarily to everyone. But what's well, your well, score?
1: Well, good news is hopefully no one who hasn't, no one who hasn't, this is going to be a weird double negative, but no one who hasn't not seen the triple negative, oh, the film.
0: I'm so confused.
1: <laughs> Anyone who hasn't seen the film will have already have... Left the podcast to go watch it and Hopefully. come back. You better listen to me, so, guys.
0: I am an authority. On exactly.
1: This. So I'm not worried about tempering their their remarks at all. Okay. Um. So I just I, like
0: I recognize in my heart of hearts that this is not a good movie in any way, shape, or form. Who cares? But it's so fun.
1: Yeah, I know. Who cares? So so uh, people who watch the podcast or listen to the podcast will have known that like a three is like I will watch again. Um. This is what I'm giving. I'm giving this a four, which is like.
0: That's I, insane. It's insane. I, I like, think I
1: gave, like, the beyond uh, uh, the score, I think I gave, like... Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween the score. Um, and by no means are they similar. They are not the same movie. No, they're Not are, even close. Are, uh, Slashers
0: like this are graded on a curve.
1: Yeah, exactly. And the reason that I love this movie so much is for no horror-related, like, reasons. Oh,
0: totally. It, it's barely a horror movie. Yeah. Until but, it gets all... Exorcist at yeah, the end Yeah but when
1: you think About all the things That they pulled off That they still make work And like I wasn't I didn't turn off While watching um, It's pretty amazing Because you've got The inception scenes The two scenes And then the actual Movie starts Right And both of those Were like dismissible. Alright whatever um, And then the entire Movie starts And it's just a Campy roller coaster Oh yeah The entire time And you're having So much fun And there are so many Good jokes And lines And it is hilarious so speaking of lines let's move into um, our favorite segment champion dialogue
0: all right and i think i'll start because both of our lines come from the same scene so funny (laughs) um vivia who kind of ends up being the final girl even though she's not really the main focus of the movie she's the girl who does all the pranks she's the blonde chick right um who's good with mechanical stuff
1: she kind of looks like um kate mckinnon's character in the new ghostbusters okay that's what I was thinking of. I see
0: that. Um, She's hooking up with Martin the nerd for no reason that I can fathom. Right. Because he clearly wants to get with Jennifer and or just any other woman.
1: Yeah. He's trying to get with everyone.
0: Yeah. I mean, he just, he, he gets it where he can take it. Yeah. He takes it where he can get, whatever. He, you get it. Okay. Yeah. I get it. Um,
1: He gets it. I get it. We get it. All right. Let's go.
0: Yeah. They're hooking up with in a car. Like, first of all, it's a convertible with no top and it's, I don't remember. Oh, it is dark, but they're just like in the middle of the street. It's practically broad daylight. It feels like they're so exposed, right? And they're hooking up, and she's. This is one of those things where like I can't tell whether this is her giving a bad performance or her giving a knowing campy performance but she her character is like so into this guy sexually like she's moaning and groaning she's like touch me martin touch me and because of the performance i don't know if she's i don't know if her character is like kidding or that into him i have literally zero clue and then he asks her where she wants to be touched and she points at her elbow and she's like (laughs) right here right here martin and again that furthers my theory of just this is how it, you sit through the entire film, just in it's a so, fog of confusion so great. at what you're watching. So great. But anyway, my line comes at the beginning of this scene when they're making out in the car.
1: Vivian Martin, Vivian Martin. Martin. Oh, Vivian. you taste so sensuous. I gargle with musk. I gargle with musk. It's uh, who? Who says those things? No,
0: only people in '80s horror comedies.
1: And us now—that is going to be, uh, you know what we say before getting it on, obviously, like but, gargle with musk. Yeah, who even
0: says what what Martin says? Like, you taste so sensual.
1: Yeah, sensuous, right?
0: Oh, sen- that's gross. I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't either approve. way, it's gross. gross. Yeah,
1: I don't know. It, it's funny though. And then mine, same scene at the end of the scene. It's kind of like the the second parenthesis to, uh, your, your quote.
0: Oh yeah. This is a great scene.
1: This is, this is a really funny joke, too. It's not even supposed to be a joke. She was stock serious. But um, she, essentially, you know what? I'm just going to play it. This is it.
0: Roll the tape. We're doing it live. Do you know what the largest room in the world is? No. What? The room for improvement.
1: And that's it, which I'm going to use forever. Like, like my kids, when I have kids eventually one day maybe, uh, are just going to be sick of this, you know? And then they're going to pass it on to their generation uh-huh. and their generation and their generation. And, and their Party
0: will live forever.
1: Exactly. They will never know that it came from a awful, campy horror film. Actually, yes, they will because I will show it to them. <laughs> good. Thank so, you. You're a good parent. You know it. You know it. Anyway, so uh, overall, but I had a really tough time choosing a champion di- dialogue.
0: because Yeah, there were like nine easy.
1: Yeah, I had a list of nine. And- like every like some of the first dialogue in the movie is already can't be dialogue worthy, worthy oh god I is hope really good you
0: rot oh, in hell, hell.
1: It's so good okay anyway uh, moving on to favorite character
0: okay my favorite character actually comes from that beginning scene okay, my favorite character is the gay priest
1: oh great
0: he, he he's the first indication that the movie you're watching is not like any other movie that's existed <laughs> before or after because it's this really solemn ceremony scene he's like loved ones we've gathered here today it's a funeral
1: so, by the way it's yeah. not a wedding it's a funeral yeah
0: it's a funeral well, i don't know how funerals work i guess well how th- what they say but um but he reads a quote not from the bible from wizard of oz yeah it's <laughs> like and let's all remember the immortal words from wizard of oz and he's grinning and then at the end of the funeral he just leaves and then all the people stay and he's like it's over come on <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, he's the best, and the movie kind of never lets up from that.
1: No, All
0: it's right. pretty great. Yeah. So, who's your favorite character?
1: Uh, we've already talked about her, Vivia. She, uh-huh. um, like, essentially the three. So, part of the plot is that the three these three girls are trying to get, in, like, into the sorority together because they're like three best friends, whatever. Um, and Vivia pulls this huge prank on on. The, the like the actual sorority members, on their pledge night, and
0: which involves people cracking raw eggs into their mouths and they have to like spit yeah, them out into a glass. And then they have to eat
1: goat's eyes. Ah, it's gross. Whatever.
0: Uh, um, hazing is A.K.A. the worst. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Why don't, would anyone want to do, do that? Don't do it,
1: kids. Don't do it. Um. But anyway, so so Vivian pulls this huge, like, prank, and then they tell her. They tell her straight up. They're like the only reason that we're keeping you is so that you can pull this prank on other people and so she does it and she's also got really funny lines and wants to be touched on her elbow and uh, yeah it's great
0: nice hey, I, I I can't disagree
1: you know at least she knows where her erogenous zones are so that's true she
0: knows her body she does that's maybe her g-spots in a really weird place <laughs> on her elbow <laughs> yeah it's like it's like deep elbow.
1: Okay. Well, anyway. Um, okay.
0: Um, my favorite scene <laughs> is actually the elbow sex scene. So let's just skip over that. What's your favorite? Okay. Scene?
1: Great. My favorite scene is the entire initiation scene.
0: Oh God. Because um, they're all bah. Called, yeah, they're
1: all called goats. So they <laughs> they they're like kind of fighting against each other to see who can keep the most raw eggs in their mouth and collect it by it being dropped on their mouths, and then they have to like throw it back up into a glass. It's super gross, but when they do it, they like put it into the glass and then they like very excitingly go but it's,
0: it's super weird it's super weird I, it's really funny is goat like a greek thing i don't understand okay i, I, I fe- think
1: it- i also feel like they like like i feel like all the cast was like about to break during those oh yeah because you could totally kind of see it you know it's like
0: I just kind of, it t- I totally bought it as just a Greek thing because Greek things are so weird. Right. They're like, we're going to paint a paddle. I'm like, okay. <laughs> are you going to row a boat with that <laughs> tiny ass paddle? Um, but anyway, um, with the with the goat thing, I kind of wish it was an all goat themed initiation where it's like, you have to eat this pile of tin cans and then you'll be part of our sorority.
1: <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, so that was my favorite scene. So nice. we're moving on, moving on, moving on.
0: Yeah, actually, we're resurrecting a classic segment because we watched a slasher film for the first time in a while, the Splatterdome. Splatterdome. We the Splatter. Dome. And now, a moment of silence for those who have departed us.
1: Mrs. Henshaw is beaten to death with a paddle.
0: That's how you use those. <laughs> um, Dr. Zito is electrocuted with a wire.
1: Pam is impaled with a trident.
0: Veronica is hit in the head with a hammer.
1: Albert is guillotined.
0: Virgil is dismembered and stuffed in a fridge.
1: Fat bumblebee g- gets harpooned in the ass.
0: Skinny bumblebee gets harpooned in the mouth. 100% medically accurate.
1: <laughs> Blake is drowned in the tub.
0: Jennifer is staked through the heart. She's a all right. So, um, as always, let's start with our best kill, which should be a swift segment, like our gore segment. But what's your best kill, Shannon?
1: So my best kill actually features someone that was not featured at the moment of silence because it was not actually in the movie. It was in the...
0: The it, movie within the music video within the movie?
1: Yes. Yes, it was. So essentially, it was the woman who like goes up to her, her mother-in-law and is like may you rot in hell and she's saying that to her coffin. So the only viable response to that uh line is obviously the co- coffin opening and the woman inside who you don't get to see, you get to see her hands a little bit, grab the other woman and pull her into the coffin. So, they're both in the coffin. The coffin's, like, rattling. And then it descends. And then, it like, when it descends, it goes down to, the, like, the boiler room where the cremation happens. And there are these guys. And they have, uh, like, headphones in. So, they can't hear the rattling. And they can't feel it, apparently. And so, they just cremate both the bodies at the same time. And it was great.
0: Yeah. It's a, it's a solid opening. So, I, I agree. But my best kill is, obviously, the harpoon of the ass. Because... First of all, I'm not quite sure how that worked, like what it accomplished, but it definitely happened. (laughs) And it's something I haven't seen before, I got to say. So thank you, Killer Party, for bringing this joy to my life.
1: The joy of Harpoon. The Harpoon. Yeah. All right.
0: (laughs) So um, who would you resurrect that died in this film?
1: I would resurrect Jennifer. She's the original person who got... um, uh, taken over by the demon um, she's known to just be the timid quiet shy one who is um, smart and a good student and you know basic basic basic, basic.
0: yeah we, we haven't really talked about her because yeah. she's not like she's the least interesting of the three main girls
1: exactly she's also the most cautious and she's the one who's saying like maybe we shouldn't go in the house and maybe we shouldn't do this yeah. and blah 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 so she doesn't actually do anything wrong other than following her dumb friends um, but she ends up being the killer and she kills everyone. And then she keeps coming like back and forth between like demon and non-demon. And so when she's in non-demon form, she's like, Phoebe, kill me, Phoebe, kill me. Ugh. And so Phoebe, she's like, all right. And kills her. Just like straight through the heart. Right. Which then releases the demon very much like the Scooby-Doo movie. And then the demon lands in Phoebe. And so then Phoebe turns into it. So Jennifer really didn't do anything wrong. And she sacrificed herself for no reason um so yeah that's who i would resurrect what about you
0: okay i would resurrect blake who we haven't talked about he's jennifer's sort of love interest he's, he's like so a frat cute. guy he's like kind of a dubiously like he's very he's fratty and like his way that he approaches jennifer is very weird like he keeps scaring her in this creature with the black lagoon costume because i mean this is a horror movie so they say so that's fair but he's gorgeous he is he's super cute and she should have gotten with him before the demon got into her because like i'd rather have blake get into her than the demon um anyway the way that they flirt in the beginning is great because he catches her like because the three of them have to sneak in and steal some beta tau t-shirts as part of their sorority pledge hazing thingamajig and so he finds her as she's sneaking through the frat house and he's like, so what are you doing here? And she's like, we came to deliver a message from our sorority mistress. She said to deliver a kiss. And I was like, oh girl, that's smooth. So she gets to make out with him. And I kind of wish that that went somewhere other than death and pain. Anyway, speaking of death and pain, who would you murder that survives this film?
1: Uh, I would murder Marty because, okay, first of all, there, there is like no one who survives marty Exce- does survive except
0: there is a notable exception um there are like three people there's a weird scene of them outside where they just decide to leave the party and they just survive because they're tired of the party it's um melanie and like crystal or someone or who someone boring like they're outside and they're like this party sucks let's go and then marty comes outside and he tries to sleep with one of them and he chases her away so they're just safe they're just mm-hmm. gone it's like, why was we, this scene even here? We would
1: have been safe then. Because we definitely would have been like, this party's oh, safe. Oh, yeah.
0: It was super bad. Yeah.
1: um, Yeah. So, I don't know. The girls are like, whatever. Marty is like, whatever. I could kill anyone, any of them, to be honest. Um, But, yeah. So, I'll just pick Marty because, meh. Whatever.
0: No, I would kill Marty, too, because he's, like, he's lecherous. He's kind of a goon, and he's gross, and in most slasher films, kind he would stalkery, die. yeah. Yeah, like, he is the surrogate for the killer in the first act. Like, you constantly see his, like, ratty old converse following people around, but that's just because he's stalking Jennifer to try to sleep with her. Right. But you're supposed to think, ooh, he's the killer stalking his prey.
1: Exactly, exactly. And
0: whatnot. So, yeah, I totally agree with killing him. He's one of the only ones left, but, yeah. But now onto a happier topic it's time for the games shannon
1: oh boy i just have a happy face under the game section (laughs) so we'll see what you have in store for me
0: i'm very excited oh boy inspired by the opening of this movie um we're gonna have a game within a game oh (laughs) so we're gonna be playing boff mary kill but in order to figure out the people it's the divination game
1: Oh, cool.
0: So I'm going to give you the future careers of three actors and three actresses, and then once you figure those people out, we're going to play Boff Mary Kale. Okay. You ready? Yes. Okay, so here's the mail round. This first actor later appeared in Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Rain Man, and Steven Spielberg's Empire of the Sun.
1: Uh, Marty. Right? Marty. It was Marty. Yes. It was
0: Ralph Seymour. He's like... One of the more recognizable faces in the film. Cool. So yeah. All right. You got one point. This second man had a very wholesome career path in private war, carnal crimes, and secret games.
1: Uh, Harrison.
0: No. That was Blake. Which makes sense. I would see him in carnal crimes. Yeah. Okay. And our third man... Uh, He appeared in Chopping Mall that same year. He also appeared in Eating Raul, which he directed, because he directed several other films for Roger Corman, including Death Race 2000 and Private Parts, which is a psycho ripoff that I love and may or may not have recommended before. I don't remember.
1: Okay, so we had Marty and Blake. So I'm going to guess Harrison again.
0: Uh, no, that's actually, uh, Professor Zito because he was played by Paul Bartel. Okay. Um, he appeared with Mary Warnoff in the beginning of Chopping Mall as the people who were like, oh, those robots don't look so cool. Like the ones making fun of them. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. If you remember that. No, but okay.
0: Yeah, okay. (laughs) Um, but they were reappearing as their characters from Eating Raul who opened a restaurant of like cannibalism.
1: Oh, that's right. Okay. I do remember it now. Yeah. Okay,
0: cool. Okay. So between Martin, Blake and Professor Zito, who would you boff Mary kill?
1: I would boff Blake for showsies. I mean, obs. Yeah. Uh I would kill Marty and I would marry Professor Zito. cuz he's a nice man who cares about people. wholesomeness.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um This is this is a tough one. Mm-hmm. Like I would kill Marty obviously. Okay. I would I think I want to marry Blake just cuz I want to lock that down. Okay. And he seems like a nice enough guy that like he'd be cool to hang out with all, all for the rest of my life.
1: I'm giving you side eye because he did some shady stuff during the party. He did.
0: But who didn't do crappy stuff in college? That's true. Right? Okay. And also, the, the crappiest thing he did, which was like running away from the girl that was getting dragged down the stairs, it was turns out- Was also a prank. It was also part of a prank. So yeah. he didn't actually want to run away. Okay. And he knew that they were pranking him. Okay. And I I guess whatever's the... I would buff Professor Zito, I guess, because I bet he is a crazy person in the sack because he's so morally uptight. Anyway, um, the female round. This first person, I'm going to give you two guesses because it's a little difficult for this one. But she later appeared in Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2, a.k.a. the best movie in the Prom Night franchise, and Cube Zero, aka not the best movie in the Cube franchise, and she played the voice of Sailor Moon from nineteen ninety five to two thousand in the English dub of the anime series,
1: which was part of the of the um, clue. Yes, it was. Um, is it Veronica? No. Hmm. Is it Jennifer?
0: No. It's it's Melanie. The. Like, she's, a, she's really not an important character. Okay. She's one of the characters who leaves the party, and she's also the one who picks up the package of champagne in the beginning.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Um,
0: she's just kind of like ensemble sorority member. So that wasn't super nice. But she's Sailor Moon, so I had to bring it up. Yay. Okay. And our next actress, again, um, you're going to have to think different about this one. Okay. But she became an TV producer, producing Property Brothers at Home, Live here by this, and Colin and Justin's home heist.
1: Whoa! Hmm.
0: Like, and that just goes to show she's not an actress, and her role isn't necessary. Would, ne- would kind of reflect that.
1: Hmm. 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 Um. Was it the dead mother?
0: No. Although I do think every film deserves. An, a dead mother as campy as that
1: yes absolutely
0: I'll um, give you one more guess on this one I
1: don't, Veronica I don't know
0: okay no it's um April the girl from the music video with oh. the crimped pink hair
1: oh that makes sense oh man that is great she went on to be a producer yeah
0: that she's still working oh, that's awesome I really want to meet her
1: we should call her up oh we should
0: I'll look into that okay Um, okay and this final actress her entire career she did nothing of note, but her very first role was in Sixteen Candles.
1: Her entire career, she did nothing of ro- note, but her f- first. Yeah, role like basically, was past past candles. killer
0: party. Her career was a dud. Okay. And it's actually really sad. On her IMDb page, she is listed as a former actress. Like that's what it says in her Aww. bio. And I was like, oh, that's too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe but, she wanted out. Yeah, I'm like, I'm sure it's whatever, but it was just. Like, IMDb doesn't usually do that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. But her very first role was in 16 Candles.
1: Uh, I'm going to guess Phoebe because her hair looks like what's-her-faces.
0: And that's a great guess because that is correct.
1: Yes! <laughs> okay. I was right.
0: So, Boff, Mary, Kill, Melanie, April, and Phoebe. Oh.
1: Um. Uh, This is actually kind of hard. Yeah. Uh, I would kill... I would kill Phoebe because... Okay, so I have this love-hate relationship with Phoebe because, like, her style, amazing. (laughs) Absolutely amazing. Her integrity, awful. Uh, Yeah, she is, like... I mean, she's loyal to her friends, which is great, but she's just super annoying. And, yeah. Um, So I'm going to kill her. And then I'm going to marry sailor moon and boff Crimtastic.
0: okay yeah um i would kill phoebe because i just don't really care about her yeah i would boff melanie just to have that story like i banged sailor moon <laughs> and i would marry april because i would love to see how she would decorate our house that we buy together
1: you can find that out just go on to any of our hgtv shows that's true and uh <laughs> free promo Awesome.
0: Okay. So that's the end of our games and let's move on to our final statements. What's your recommendation for people who agreed with how you felt about this film?
1: Okay. So there, this was a toss up between, um, black Christmas and house and sorority row, both of which are great, both of which I recommend. However, I'm going to go with house and sorority row because they have a great band just like this movie has a great oh, band. True.
0: Oh my God. In the campiness section, I think I forgot to mention the really crappy synth pop song "Best Times of Our Lives" that oh. plays like three times. But you'll find out about it.
1: Yeah, Mysteries. it plays. It plays all the time. Literally, like anytime they're in a car, anytime they're like
0: on their bike, yeah. having fun. Yeah,
1: it's. Oh, it's. So, I'm hoping did the actresses actually sing that because it sounds like they did.
0: I don't know. It sounds really. It sounds like they're just bored and on value. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. Keep going. Did you have a?
1: Uh, yeah, House on Sorority Row. Uh, that's what I recommend.
0: Okay, cool. And my recommendation is the 1981 slasher film Final Exam. It has a lot in common with uh, Killer Party. First of all, uh, a second act where almost nobody dies, so it's a college comedy. Um, it has a an extremely ludicrous prank in the beginning. This one's even more over the top than the bees in the hot tub. Like The, the frat stages an entire terrorist attack on their campus. <laughs> which is insane and it also features sherry willis birch who played vivia um her only her only two roles in her career were in killer party and final exam also final exam has some pretty ambitious cinematography for like the crappy film that it is and it has a character named radish so that's pretty cool
1: (laughs) radish yeah oh my god that's great
0: anyway on to our clue section Last week, I gave you the word puzzle of, to unscramble, wolf toils, which means that next week we'll be watching It Follows. So if you haven't seen that yet, you should, because we're talking about it next week. So you have a whole week to watch it. And here is the clue for our episode two weeks from now. We're going transatlantic for our next film, the first in an unofficial marathon of special effects extravaganzas. Well, see you next Wednesday. Oops, I, I meant Friday. And if you have a guess to that clue, if you want to tell us anything about how much you loved Killer Party, please contact us at on Twitter at Scream One O One Pod, via Facebook at Scream One O One Podcast, via email at Scream One O One Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on iTunes, subscribe and rate. Please review us, give us five stars because we turned you on to Killer Party and we changed your life forever.
1: Yeah, we throw a killer party.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: That <laughs> Anyway, Brendan, who will be singing us out? And
0: we'll be playing you out with the classic song, Best Times of Our Lives, from the Killer Party soundtrack.
1: Days of our lives. These are the best times. Best times. I don't care.
0: Now we're on our own, letting our feelings show. show. Beep boop beep boop. Uh, The ambulance as it
1: leaves. (laughs) Yeah. No, this is the
0: end credits song. It's so tacky. Okay. These are the, the best, best
1: times, of, times. Yeah, like, of our lives.
0: I'm sure if like there's a forensic scientist who could figure out what drugs they were on, Like, <laughs> world peace would be achieved instantly.
1: <laughs> right? We just drug everybody.
0: These are the, the
1: best, best times, times of, of our, our lives. These, these are, are the best, best times. times. It's literally how I feel about college. It's just like everyone's drugged out and they're all, these are
0: the best <laughs> doing my like the song could apply to anything doing doing my homework with my pencil doing my homework homework. like it makes anything you're doing better it's like washing the dishes it's a great time here are some soap bubbles
1: (laughs) (laughs) recording the podcast it is so great we are so awesome
0: (laughs) the podcast is over you can go home see you later
1: (laughs) thanks gay priest all right (laughs) goodbye
0: bye